This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Aisha from Brooklyn. Hey, Aisha, get it off your chest. Classic, another I'm bad Charlamagne. creation. I'm not trying to say, but I'm scared of Charlamagne response because he's a little crazy, but I'm a lot I'm crazy. Say it anyway. Go. Right, right. So, um, I've been married for four years. I'm 30 years old. Um, and my husband is incarcerated in the feds right now. So long story short, he'd be like tracking me on Facebook, on every type of social media. I don't know if you got people screen recording, whatever, but all oh I do is go to work and go home. That's so he crazy. just got caught with a cell phone and they gave him a ticket. And that, so they took his business for a whole year, a whole freaking year. They took his business over the cell phone. He goes and get another cell phone, tracking me, talking about some guy I don't even know on Instagram, just all this stupid stuff. And I'm just like, my like, what more do you want? I'm there for you. Your family ain't there. I'm the only one doing everything. I work and go home. That's all I do. I don't even go out. Mm. This man is on my back 24-7. I don't know what to do. When is he getting home? Yeah, but you got to understand, that's just all uh, called, that's jail-related stress. That's all. That man is miserable. No, I know, and I try to, I know he's miserable, and I try to be there 100,000%. I'm there for him more than, than I, I'm here for myself, but I'm emotionally drained. Like, he just be doing too much, always accusing me and making stuff up and just going crazy. Like, so I just don't go out. I just stay home. Because oh, my God. I, 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 I wouldn't do that, but you do have to know where all that is coming from. That's literally only him projecting all his insecurities and fears on you because he's in jail. Yeah, that's it. It's not fair to you. It's definitely not. Right, it's not fair. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how do I go about it? Like, what do he do to get locked up? Somebody snitching on him, his own cousin. Okay, well, but, what do he do to get locked but up? He was, he was doing something, right? <laughs> what was he doing? <laughs> Listen, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know. Wrote a paperwork on him, and that's how he got wrapped up. Otherwise, he wouldn't have got wrapped up. Good answer. She ride or die right here. Have a good one. What should I do? What, with your man? Yeah, like I think that you husband, should. I, not just my man. I think that you should have fun, but not tell him about the fun that you're having. He's I think tracking it, her. Yeah, I think, he, he can't track her from jail. Yeah, I, I, I think you should have some me time to yourself. You know what I'm saying? But but he don't need to know all that. Turn your phone, my iPhone off. <laughs> you better get you a Samsung phone. <laughs> yeah, you better get you a Droid. Thank you, Mama. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This John calling from Dave. What's poppin'? John, what's up? Get it off morning. your chest. Good morning. Morning. Morning, man. There's a lot going on. I'm feeling real depressed this morning. I've been feeling the, you know, depression is real, you know. I yes, it is. Really you know, I, t- I listen to your radio station, but I don't never really hear uh, touch base on depression. You, know, you out your goddamn mind. I got a T. Look at my shirt, Steve. What my shirt yeah, say? Anybody even ask you to say something yet? What did my shirt say, Steve? Depression. Okay, and and you know it says depression, but also it has uh, press on highlighted. So even though you're depressed, you gotta press on, my brother. We talk about depression okay, all the time. Okay. okay, I never really heard y'all talk about. Depression. We talk about it all the what time. Do think, man. What do you think? What do you think the mental health conversations are about? Anxiety, depression, PTSD. What ways you think you can cope with it? Huh? What ways does it cope with it? I mean, I go to therapy. Uh, I do meditation. Okay, thank you, man. That's what I want to know about. Like it's it's hard, you know. Life is hard, and depression is one of the big things killing people. Yesterday, I would tell you to start with therapy, though. Yeah, you I think, should go see somebody, brother. Yeah, a lot of times when you're depressed, you just need somebody to talk to. I would go see a therapist, my brother. Okay, I appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Hey, right. Hello, who's this? It's Sean uh, from uh, Richmond, Connecticut, man. What's, What's up, up Sean? Sean? Get it off your chest, bro. Good, man. Yeah, I got to head to work uh, this morning. I work in this weather every day, man. I'm a mailman, so... This is just another regular day. No, 
ring, all that. Okay. Well, how much? You know, I always want to know what is good enough to tip the mailman during Christmas, man. I never, I never. What, what, what do people usually tip you, bro? Oh, uh, I mean, I work mostly in the hood, so you know, I mean, I, I get like weed more than just money. Sometimes I get like plates, weed. Whatever. You get some <laughs> weed. Don't lie. <laughs> Ah. No, man. That's, that's a regular day, man. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know you're supposed to tip your mailman. That's a thing. Yeah, you're supposed to tip the mailman. Oh, yeah, 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 man. Like, I mean, they usually get, like, Dunkin' Donuts cards and all that. Yeah, you're supposed cars. to tip the mailman. You ain't get no Dunkin' Donuts gift card. card in the hood. Stop lying to me. He's supposed to. <laughs> now, let me ask you one other question. You ever delivered a package you know with some smoke? You said what? You ever delivered a package you knew with some smoke or some work? Some work. Some drugs. Exactly. Envy 42 years old. Some work. Envy trying to sound work. Some smoke. Deliver some smoke. What do you mean deliver some smoke? Deliver some work. No, some real. Some people ask like to um deliver like like credit cards or debit cards or like gift cards that were like giffies. Yeah, yeah, for scammers. Yeah, some scammers. I got offered that a lot before. Oh, okay. Are you with it? No, hell no. Nah, <laughs> trying to get him to snitch on himself, ye? <laughs> all right. Thank you, brother. Be safe out there. Have you been down there at CIAA with all them young boys? So you're trying to talk hip now. You, you ever deliver some smoke? You ever like, deliver some talking? work? What is he talking about? Like, get up. it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Drew. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm just happy to be out this morning, man. You and me both, brother. Yeah, man, you know, just thanking the Lord and um, shouting out my family, my wife and my kids, as long as we keep going on my way to work this morning. Y'all have a blessing. You, have you a good too, one, brother. my brother. Hello, who's this? This is Jules Gems 100. Hello, I can't. Jules Gems 100. Get it off your chest. You sound like a cigarette. <laughs> it's early. It's early. I didn't have tea yet. Well, what's up, Mama? Get it off your chest. You having a great day so far? So far, it's a great day. So many blessings. Um, I do have a, a jewelry business. It's called Jewel Gems 100. But every single day, I think about my brother that is in jail for because of police brutality over for 10 years. Mm. Every he's in, single morning. He's in jail because of police brutality? How'd that happen? He was about 15 years old, and um, he was jumped by police. They took him to jail. They had him sign papers, and he wasn't even... He didn't even have his parents with him. Damn. Oh, my God. I'm so, sorry. So they basically so sorry, forced mama. him to confess to something that he didn't do. Correct. Gotcha. That is I'm awful. sorry about that, Mama. And we can see how that can happen as if we've seen it happen many times. That's awful. I even went to go visit him, and the police wouldn't let us visit him. Is that illegal? He was just and he was over jail for 10 years. And well, I'm so sorry, Mama. Well, I'm glad you heard my story and my brother's story, so I'm very happy about that. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for calling to vent with us this morning. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Hello, who's this? This is April. Hey, April, get it off your chest. I want to spread some positivity this morning. I want to thank the Breakfast Club for getting me through my past three years. Um, I work in uh, Arkansas, Trump country. Not a lot of people look like me. So, uh, just want to thank you guys for getting me through the past three years. So, basically, you're saying we're the only black people you get to hear from every day? Basically, that's the reason why I listen yeah, to you Basically. Mm. <laughs> thank you. So, that black effect is real. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, so like I decided that I needed to make a move to get up out of there, and I finally found a way out. It's a very toxic work environment, so I'm still working on my business until I can afford to move on. Okay, Mama. <laughs> we'll keep working, all right? All right. So you you guys visit my um, Instagram at s e m p a q p a q dot com. Um, Angela Yee, I would love to send you some samples. Um, I created a feminine emergency kit for menstruating people. You know, uh, sometimes it happens. Yes, girl, I've had, <laughs> I've had plenty of emergencies. So I would love, 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 love to send you some samples. Um, check out my Instagram okay. at Simpack or my website at www.simpack, F-E-M-P-A-Q. Thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? It's Cognac Jack calling from Detroit. What's up, bro? What up, dog? What I up, dog? I want to tell my I'm mad at Uh-oh. They messed my data up. My daughter came and go on YouTube. Oh, they cut the internet off. I was, the internet working a little bit. I was trying to, you know, black men don't cheat. What's up, Charlie May? Black men don't cheat. Hey, question, do you love the D? Yeah, I love the D, but I don't know what the D you talking about. <laughs> what do you mean? Why you got to add something to it? Why I'm talking about Detroit? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm saying. Hey, I be trying to go on Pornhub. It don't work either. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's kind of hard for a brother. You know what I'm saying? Are you more concerned about Pornhub or your daughter using the, the YouTube to watch her cartoons, bro? We're, we're like both. Like both. Yeah, bro. both of y'all got to be entertained. I understand. Goodbye, man. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. I thought she was up here before, but no. this is her first time. This is my first time here. All right, we popping that cherry. We Lazada. Welcome. <laughs> All right, now hold on. I want to go back, though, Uh-oh. because this is Evelyn's first time here. Uh-oh. Yes. I knew you before you did Basketball Wives. Okay. And you were for real, for real friends with Jennifer. That's actually how I know you. Yes. So you were in her wedding. You mm-hmm. guys knew each other from back in the day, from being in Toronto, right? No, from being in Boston. Oh, in Boston together. Yeah, Boston. Right. Okay, so. Y'all that's f- how- each other now, huh? No, it's the relationship. Can we get to that, Emmy? I'm sorry. God, relax. <laughs> The okay. relationship is strained. We, we, you know what? We say it's like a toxic marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really is. But why? Y'all didn't have sex with the same man. Or we never had sex with the same so man. So why is the problems? Because she was talking about Shanice. Yeah, so that's the real you issue. Know? But can we get and to that? I'm sorry. I want to start that, off. Go ahead. Shanice's your daughter. Yeah. Shanice is my daughter. Uh-huh. Now, so this is all crazy to me because I watched all of that unfold on the show. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard for me to watch it. Because I do know you guys were like best friends Mm -hmm. for quite some time and we were in you know the Bahamas together wedding together and so to see your friendship deteriorate the way that it has Mm -hmm. after watching the show do you think that perhaps the show contributes to this because people are trying to come up with storylines there's things being said you watch the show you're like when did that happen this got edited a certain way do you feel like your friendship suffered because of it I feel so let's just so last season I genuinely wanted to work on my friendship with her because you know there was so much that had happened with Mm -hmm. Chad whatever you know so I'm like I'm past it you know I wanted to work on the relationship with her we had our scene on the beach that was a real authentic thing we cried and I was like cool whatever we Mm -hmm. said back in the day it don't even matter like Mm -hmm. you know I love you and I care about you so you know let's just keep doing this so then 
Um, that Actually, that was the season before last. Then last season, it comes out that she was saying things about Shanice. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to process. Mm-hmm. You know, what did I she say, though? What, what did she say about You Shanice? know, she said, allegedly, she said that, you know, my daughter was a latchkey kid. Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody that knows me, I don't care who I've dated, what I've done. Like, I'm a great mom. Like, mm-hmm. I take care of my kids. You know, from day one, I had my daughter pregnant 16, had her at 17. So she'd been rocking with me from day one. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, was... It was hurtful because, you know, mm-hmm. Jackie saying something about Shanice is it doesn't matter. She never met Shanice. Correct. But Jennifer, you just said you were swimming with the dolphins. You're seven years old. You've been to birthday parties. So I'm kind of like, I know we've been through some stuff, but even Tammy and I, we have never talked about each other's kids. Mm-hmm. So that just really hurt my heart. You still say alleged, though. Well, because I can't give too much away with this season, but the truth comes out, mm-hmm. you know, and it comes out from her. So, you know, when she was up here, I watched it and I said to myself, okay, I didn't know what the truth was still. But now in hindsight, I'm like, you, you, you know, you went on the show and you played the victim and you weren't truthful. You know, mm-hmm. you know, she made she made comments about Malaysia while she was up here, called her a linebacker and whatever it was. But meanwhile, Malaysia, Malaysia was speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just say like, look, you know what? I was mad at you. I couldn't stand you. And I did say stuff about your daughter because I was I was upset. I'll take that. But instead, you you try to cover it up. But because, you know, especially with this season, it comes up again. It comes mm-hmm. up again because everybody knows, like, you're not being truthful. So, and it's hard for me to move past that. Just how do how do you move past that? When, not when you go with the kids. This nah. is what I'm saying. So I'm Punch kind me, of like. kick me. Not my kids, though. Not my kids. And I feel like, you know, I love her to death. I don't wish her anything negative in life. You're better than me. But. <laughs> Talk about my but, kids. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, but, you know, when it comes to my baby, somebody that you've spent time with, and Shanice is so innocent. She's been the topic of conversation for two seasons. Right. And it's like... She never apologized, never said sorry, never She never ended up, up texting her when we started filming this season, mm-hmm. which is another thing. I'm like, you know, you could have reached out to her prior to filming. Everything's not you for the like show. for the show. Mm-hmm. Everything's not for the show. We, mm-hmm. You could have reached out to me during the after Amsterdam and been like, you know what? Like, I want to talk to you one-to-one. Shanice, I'm sorry that your name is being thrown around mm-hmm. like this, but it that never happened. How mm-hmm. hard is it for Shanice to, she's not even really on the show like that. And, and you know her, she's yeah. so like, mm-hmm. I mean, she looks how she looks, but she's such a sweet soul. Mm-hmm. So she's just, I feel bad. And as her mom, I feel responsible because I'm on, I'm the one that's on the show, you know? So it's mm-hmm. not, it's not fair to her, you know? It's like, why is she always the topic of conversation? Just right. because, you know, she's this beautiful girl that, you know, women want to hate on because that's all I can think of. Like, what else could it possibly... Oh, because you want to take a dig at me and Mm -hmm. that's really the way they know to get to you. Yes. And, you know, look, all the therapy and all the yanlas in the world, like, when it comes to my kids, Mm -hmm. I'm not... I'm not f***ing around. All right, we got more with Evelyn Lozada. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Evelyn Lozada. Yee? So, with Carl, I saw you and Tammy had a back and forth over her commenting on his post. Yeah. Right? And you felt like she was being thirsty or whatever. But understanding that she was supporting Meg Thee Stallion, do you feel like that's. I just feel like she should have been on Meg Thee Stallion's page. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. I feel like Carl, it's not like Carl has a hundred thousand followers on, you know, Instagram. Like he's active now, and we could talk about the Meg Thee Stallion thing because when he 
we had a conversation that he was going to start this record label. Mm -hmm. We were still together. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of was like, oh, here we go. Uh, athlete <laughs> trying to do something in the Don't music. Do I did. I thought yeah. that. And he, and he was like, you're a hater. And, you know, so for me to see how good he's doing with it, like, I'm like, okay, I have to give you credit when credit is due. You got to eat crow now. I have to eat crow and I'm going <laughs> to eat it because I want him to do good. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't hate on him. He does good. Kids are great, you mm -hmm. know, like he is very passionate. And yeah, that was about a big it. one. That was a big sign. Yeah, and you, who would have, you don't and really people didn't even know their affiliations. Like you really don't. And I thought it was some bush. Mm -hmm. I did. You I, thought he was just trying to holler, this is a way for him to get more girls. I was I just was like, really? Cause we were still together at the time. I'm like, you're Did gonna you meet Megan? I haven't met Megan because we broke up at this. By okay. the time he started working with Megan, we were done. Mm -hmm. But Prior to that, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about starting a record label. This is, he retired. I'm like, oh. you like, you throw that money away. Oh, right no. off. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Everybody's about to go broke, right? Mm -hmm. You know, but he's doing really well. And he I'm is. really, really proud of him. Would you get married again? I would. I feel like my first marriage, I, would, I was trying to get that shit annulled. It didn't. It, I couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't, Just, okay. I couldn't. Okay. You know, I couldn't. But I would, I would get married. I love love. Mm -hmm. I'm a relationship type. I was with Tuan for 10 years, married Chad, I married Chad, and with Carl for, you know, four and a half years. So I'm a relationship type. Are you I seeing somebody now? No. You're no. not dating now? Oh, it's about to go down. Uh -uh. Not, not really Rob Kardashian. Well, you gotta look, <laughs> that's what's going to go Rob Kardashian. I knew that was going to come up. Rob Kardashian. Do you want to quote it? Because if I quote it, I'm going to sound a little funny. Okay. Yeah, you quote it. So, you said Rob Kardashian has a big sausage. She ain't say it like that. You say it again. Okay. This is how she do it. Rob Kardashian has a big sausage. <laughs> Sausage. Wow. And he said, and you a squirter. Oh, my God. Wow. Sorry, Grandpa. I'm sorry. Sorry, I, Grandpa. Just, Grandpa's true. probably like, what is Grandpa's going like, on? what is going on in here? So explain this. So that really started. I've never, I have never seen his honest, sausage. I've never seen his sausage. Okay. It just really started off as a bet. Like, I was what dared. Kind of like, I was dared. I was dared. And I take dare seriously. Sounds I'm like, like don't dare word. me because I'll, I'll tweet something crazy. Mm -hmm. So I wished him I had. We're cool. Mm -hmm. Never went on a date. We, I feel like he's an amazing father, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I wished him a happy Father's Day. Mm -hmm. And I said, happy, because, you know, I'm a little crazy. I said, happy Father's Day, big <laughs> Rob. And he was like, oh, thank you. I bet you won't say that to the world. I said, don't play with me because I would. And he was like, no, you won't. And then that's what ended up happening. So uh. it was really just like a, you know, I, I took I, a bet too soon. Serious. But how does he know you're a squirter? No, that was a joke. That oh. was a joke, oh, yeah. Okay, okay yeah. well, in real life, are I'm you? not. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask no, you this. I don't know. Yeah, not even know. once? No, I don't know how to do it. This is awkward. I'm going to human resources. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why are you going Sorry, to human resources? Well, just so you know. I'm about to go get a shot or something. Just so you know, Envy's a squirter, I heard. I'm sure. I think so. This, I'm definitely going to. Grandpa, you ready? Let's go get a drink. Now, you know you got robbed in the gym now. Because after that post, you know, Rob he posted a gym. picture that he's in the gym now. Oh, did he? Yes. I am so happy. So would you give Rob, would, would you give Rob a shot? I think Rob was in the gym. Would I give Rob a shot? I think Rob is a nice guy. I really, really do. I think Rob is a nice guy. I feel like he has... <laughs> That's a the way of turning somebody down. No. Would you give no. him a shot? Well, I think he's a too nice much drama. guy. He is. Yeah, there's a, a lot. There's a lot. It's a lot. Then she's got to deal with the other whole family stuff, and you know. Well, I like the family. I feel mm -hmm. like the family's cool. So they have like haters. Until they turn on you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I feel like I'm a good person, so that wouldn't happen. But I, you know, I think he's he's a nice guy. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like he has potential for greatness. Okay. And I hope he really keeps kicking ass in the gym because I think he's a nice looking man. So if he right. if he gets in the gym and he next year together. he has an athlete's body because you like athlete's body, athletics body, 
Would you, I'm a little you, past that now. I'll take a little. So you take a ball, 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 ball of belly. I'll take a little ball of belly. Okay, all right. So I'll you, take a little ball. So you're not belly. mad if Rob said, "Let's go on a date." You would, you would give it a shot. I would go on a date with Rob. Okay, Rob. There you go. Rob, you owe me Rob. some. Send me something, Rob. I'm you know, you up. look. You know, his mom is dating younger. He could date older. You know, everybody. It's all. You know. There right. you go. Why not? <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's Evelyn Lazada. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Keep the Breakfast Club humbled with Slander the Breakfast Club. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. Me Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Slander. The Breakfast Club. That's right. We need the humbling. You know what I'm saying? We like to do this every now and then just to keep us humble. You know what I mean? All right. Well, let's get to it. Kelly. Good morning, guys. Hey, Kelly. Who you want to slander? Charlemagne. Why you want to slander Charlemagne? <laughs> um, I'm a fairly new listener. I've been listening for about two years. And um, Charlemagne has been open and honest about what he went through as a child in terms of his sexual molestation. And, you know... I wonder if maybe you need to explore that a little deeper in your therapy because out of the three of y'all, Charlemagne, you are the only one that makes so many over-the-top sexual references about man parts, about doing things sexually that most people don't even talk about in the privacy of their own home. And I wonder if it's because you have residual issues with what happened to you because it's very cringeworthy to listen to you make so many over-the-top sexual references. You do talk about man butt a lot. That's a valid point. Yeah, yeah, that's a valid point. You do you talk about right. man butt a lot. I'm not even disputing her. I think she might be right. <laughs> All well, right. Well, thank you, Kelly. Did you hear anything this morning? Uh, not this morning, so I was kind of rooting for you this morning, but, you know, y'all not off the air for another 45 minutes. You so must have just got in the car. You didn't hear when I told, you didn't hear when I, when, you didn't hear when, uh, I told Envy that just because a man tells you to get on your knees like you used to, that might not be a I reference. I did hear that. <laughs> okay. That was kind of mild compared to how you used yeah. to. That is right. Did you hear how he told Envy he was going to fill in his face? I didn't say no. that. No. He did say that. That didn't happen, but, man. But thank you, Kelly. <laughs> hey, Jason. Good morning, Jason. Hey, what's going on, Envy, Angelina, Lee, Charlie, man? How y'all doing? Hi, Jason. Oh, what the hell you just said? <laughs> Who hey, you want to slander? Charlemagne. I think he a closet homo. Everything <laughs> y'all talk about, it comes back to some closet homosexual stuff. What's up with that, Charlemagne? Like what? Give me an example. <laughs> what's in my closet? Give me an example. You tell, tell me just like this morning. I was talking about the Russell Westbrook. You talking about with baby. He was gay, and he told him to get on his yeah, knees. Yeah, it had nothing to do with anything. What are you talking about? Right. Because I don't understand why people just jump to the conclusion that that meant slavery just because a man tells another man, get on your knees like you used to. Well, that's the conclusion well, Russell Westbrook jumped to. But why'd you go to the homicide? You always... I, homicide is murder, sir. <laughs> it's, it's homicide. homicide. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Robert. Hi. Hey, Robert, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Who you want to slander? Ah, uh, DJ, I got to slander today, man. Why you want to slander me, brother? Man, I, I, I recently started following you on Instagram, man. And all your posts, that is a different call with the same hoodie on every time, man. He what, got it on now. What hoodie is it? What does it say? <laughs> is it my guy versus my enemies? Yeah. I love that brand. I, I wonder why. why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that brand. <laughs> I love that brand. That's Tell them where brand. you can buy it. Uh, yeah, but you can go to uh, bodyofgod.com and you can get your, 
You know, my dad said that the same. Do you own any other clothes? You wear that same hoodie all the time. Thanks, it's a dad. uniform. Why do they think it's the same hoodie? It's different colors. Exactly. It might be the same. It smells the same. No, it's not. Juan. What's going on? What's going on? Juan, what's up, my amigo? Hola. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, my Dominican brother? No, you're talking to Envy. I ain't Dominican. Yeah, I'm heavy. 97% West African, sir. No, I'm talking about DJ Envy. He okay. knows Spanish first. See, papi. You better tell you, you better embrace that, man. Okay. Who you want to slander, Papito? What are you doing, though, man? I just want to say what's up to you guys. I listen to you guys every morning, man. Y'all funny. Charlamagne, the guy. I got love for you, man. You keep it funky all the time, and that's a good thing. Well, thank funky. you, sir. But this is slander the breakfast club, so we can't... Yeah, I'm about to slander y'all, man. I'm oh. Slandering, I'm slandering Envy because he's not embracing his waffle, man. He's got to embrace that waffle. He does embrace it. He eats them all the time. Oh, no. He, he don't hold it down, though, man. He be laying... He be laying um, Man, with that, man. Yeah. I'm not Dominican, man. I'm black. You soft as pancakes, Envy. Hey, right, why you don't embrace your Dominican side, man? All right, Poppy. Come on, stop. Hey, Charlamagne, I hear every morning. I'm like, why are you embracing it, man? Just embrace it. Don't worry. You know you, you, know you got that side thing, you. Yeah, it's almost springtime. He'll be out here with the white jeans. He'll <laughs> be full blown Dominican by summer. Come on, stop. All right, peace, Poppy. What? Oh, uh, hasta luego. Why are you calling him Poppy? I don't know. D. Yo. Who you want to slam the D? Poppy, I ain't call you Poppy, I call you Poppy, It wasn't for you. He definitely called you Poppy, this, this D. Is, this is a slander, man, because I, I think you're really gay, man. I really think you're gay, Envy. Wait. Because like, you, you always... <laughs> what is up with y'all? You're always so sensitive, bro. Like, why are you so gay? Wait, now, hold on. What does, so what gay. does gay have to do with like being boys. sensitive? Yeah, what's wrong with being sensitive? Like there ain't nothing wrong with being gay, but, but, but damn, bro, you always got to be so sensitive. Why are you so goddamn and, and, sensitive? Charlemagne, bro. Charlemagne, bro. I love you, bro. But you look like a worn-out wallet, bro. A worn-out <laughs> wallet? Oh, uh, yes. Bruh, I'm gay, yo. but he's not. He's not like a worn-out wallet. Fix everything about your face, bro. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to go back to the real, real talk, though. Real talk. Envy. Yo, you need to start playing some real shit. Man, some real stuff, man. You don't get real paid to stuff, play man. real music. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> that, man. And then that's what I'm saying. Y'all can always complaining about, oh, man, we tired of hearing the same stuff and this and that and this. And you play the same whack stuff. Yes, he does. You whack for that. You, you whack for that. You ain't got nothing for ye? Yee, yee. Yes. I love you, yee. Because you, you laugh like a four-year-old little girl and you need to fix your whole laugh and... Matter of fact, just go to Disneyland. Go to Disney World. Experience, experience something new for your life, okay? Right? I liked it. I liked it. I liked your slander this morning. It started off strong. I don't mind laughing like a four year old. Ended a little weak, but it was strong. All right, bye, man. Slander the Breakfast Club. 800 585 1051. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special <laughs> guest in the building. We, we say special guest a lot, but sometimes you got to put a little more sauce on it for certain people, okay? There's a whole legend right here named Miss Stephanie Mills. <laughs> yes, welcome. Thank you. How I am you, so queen? excited because I watch you guys all the time and you, listen and everything. I'm excited. You told me that. I saw you at the uh, Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry Grand Wasn't Opening. It wonderful? Oh, that was amazing. It was wonderful. He celebrates us. And I was like, Stephanie Mills listens to The Breakfast Club? Yes. Yeah. I do. You're quite handsome. Oh, thanks. Woo! You just made his day. Let me just tell well, you what She happened. can sing, but she I can't sing. I said that at the Tyler Perry thing when, <laughs> I, when I left. I said, he's quite handsome. Yeah. Thank you. Like you said, she can sing, but she might not be able to see. Not at all. Because we were just having a conversation. He's having a bad week. About the term, by ugly. 
Because you know how women don't say to you, buy ugly. I've never heard right. anybody just say that. But yeah. Nobody said that to me. It's buy like buy Felicia. Yeah, it's like buy Felicia, yeah. buy ugly. But they say it to or him blackie. all the time and his feelings. <laughs> good morning, Whoa. Blackie. Good morning, Blackie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes my friends Somebody just say, say good morning, Blackie. Yeah, good morning, Blackie. How you doing? I ain't never got that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought you would not be. So how did you get into the music industry? That's right. Let's what, start from the beginning. Your start? Let's start from the beginning. I was like seven years old and singing, you know, listening to the radio and singing. And my sisters uh, used to always, you know, like put me in little talent shows and things mm -hmm. like that. And then I auditioned. I went to the Apollo and I won three weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. And then I auditioned for a play called Maggie Flynn that ran on Broadway about nine months. Mm -hmm. And that's... And it went from there. Then I had a record out called I Knew It Was Love. Mm -hmm. And the producer, Ken Harper, heard that record and asked me to come down and audition for The Wiz. And because I had auditioned for a lot of different things and so much rejection, I didn't want to do it. My mother made me go and thank God. Well, before we get to The Wiz, how'd you get the record deal? A singing. Okay. They heard me sing um, at the Apollo and then I had the Broadway show and then Paramount Records. Mm -hmm. In a microphone, I got you. Mm -hmm. What kind of deal was it? Like, did you have business savvy or your parents? Or I didn't have business savvy, but my parents um, and my family managed me for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have business savvy at, at that time. So basically, you got taken advantage of early on, I'm sure. I got based, oh, yes. <laughs> you didn't make no money. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yes, yes. No, no, yes. <laughs> yes. You t well, you still get taken advantage of even when, you, when you're successful because right. they employ their friends all around you. So you have to be careful. How old were you when you uh, played Dorothy in the woods? Seventeen. Seventeen. I was seventeen years old. How was right. that like? That's I mean, that's that was that's, your debut, if I'm not mistaken. That was right? my. That was the big thing. Yes, it was wonderful. The cast. Felicia Rashad was in it. She was a Munchkin, and she played. <laughs> she was the understudy for Glenda. Mm -hmm. It was a. I've stayed in it five years. Now, why didn't they use you for the movie though? Because Diana. You know, she was a bigger star than me. And mm -hmm. They hardly ever used the Broadway person for the movie. I don't know why. But I was signed to Motown briefly. Mm -hmm. and uh, But Diana wanted it. She came to the show quite often. The study. So I knew, yeah. When you put out that single, um, Something in the Way, right? Yes. That was written by Angela Winbush. Really? Wow. Yes. And, and produced. Really? Wow. Yes. Who knew that? I didn't know that. All the DJs. Were you were you uh, aware of all the DJs doing their own mixes and no. their own blends and everything? No, but did like you I see the one with Capri. with Kid Capri? And he told me I was not aware of that. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No. Wow. Nobody ever. You never been in a party and heard nobody playing yeah, I didn't, it. I didn't. I didn't party. I didn't gotcha. go to clubs or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Really. And I, and now that I'm old, I'm like you're not I old. Want to, I want to party and get out there, but I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hang out that much. I was always working. Do you feel like you missed your childhood in a way? No, I think I made a made up for it in my 40s. Mm -hmm. oh, what you do in your 40s? <laughs> Goodness gracious. I became a little frisky in my 40s. A little frisky? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call frisky? <laughs> what is frisky? I had Ms. a little fun. Okay. I was a cougar in my 40s. Okay. Oh, so you mess with younger men? Yes. Okay. She said yes, straight up. Yes. Yes, I did. Did they know? Did they even know you was 40-something? Yeah. You don't look at, you know, I always was. I'm always honest. I don't like people that say they're not. Well, I can say I don't respect people that don't own up to their own age. You've right. earned those years. That's right. Were those the guys that were attracted to you too? Like the younger guys were always trying to talk to you. Younger guys were always attracted to me. Mm -hmm. They thought I was younger. Right. And I was like, oh, I'll be younger if you want to, baby. Were you like, <laughs> a sugar, were you a sugar mama too? Because you had money. Yes. And I, that's what I got turned off. I don't want to be a sugar mama. <laughs> 
You know, I was a sugar mama. But they, not, they didn't ask, did they? Like, you no, just but give I'm a little giver, something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a giver. By, you're like, I'm flying first class. He got to fly first class. Yes, yes. yes. What's the if most I, you ever gave a young man, Ms. Mills? A car. Ooh. Whoa, what kind what of car? Kind of what kind? 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 I got to say this. My ex-husband, Michael Saunders, was the program director for this station. Yeah. And when I walked in here this morning, I was like, oh, this is 105. This is where he used to work. Yeah. He got the So these, this, this all, these rooms can tell some stories about you and Michael. <laughs> no, we were divorced by then. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we were still cool, but yeah. Was it Elise or you outright purchased the car? And purchased? Gave- that's nice. I don't it. Like, maybe a lease, and then you pay, make the payments. But no, she boiling. No. <laughs> she no. boiling, boiling. What's the nicest thing anybody ever got you? Uh, I haven't... People don't give me presents. Oh. I really don't. I've never had a man to shower me with presents. I've always bought my own presents. Not even Michael Jackson? Didn't you used to date Michael Jackson? I used to date Michael Jackson, but we were young. How long did y'all used to date? He, we dated while he was... Black, you was gonna say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's black. fine. That's, yes. right. That's the yeah. truth. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah, we dated. What was his mindset back he then? He was the most gentle, most kind person. He never said a bad word about anybody. I've never seen him upset. Mm-hmm. Never. And he's not a pedophile. When did he start changing? Like when you started seeing him lightening his skin and doing stuff with his I skin? Think that, I think when he became bigger. In the entertainment world, they always tell you, because I was always, I was too black, too this, too that. So they want you to cross over. So they tell you, you have to, you know, not sing so soulful, not to... So I think when he crossed over to pop, that's when he began to change, when he began got all that success, and he had... I, I believe he had the wrong type of people around. And when, when did y'all break... Why did y'all break up? Why did y'all stop Because I wasn't... I didn't want to go to certain people's houses for dinner, or... So I didn't want to do that. The, you white, know, the white people he started hanging around. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to... I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so why do you think he got caught up in that whole pedophile scandal because Michael liked being around children because they were innocent even my uh, my brother Andre used to hang around Michael mm-hmm. and they weren't they didn't want anything from him they didn't have an agenda and mm. I think that's why he liked being around children they just like to play and have fun mm-hmm. they didn't have an agenda but most people around him had an agenda they wanted something do you think it was strange any of his behavior like staying over with the kids or anything like that I didn't think it was strange yeah no. The public and I think people that are around him made it strange and 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 because he liked that they they made the story but he's not that. Did you guys stay in touch even after all of that? Like we did when he did the bad video, he called me and he wanted my best friend who was Greg Burge to choreograph the bad video, and um, I got in touch and they got in touch with each other and then I went to visit the set. That was the first time I ever saw him when he had totally changed. Mm-hmm. What did you think? You I was I whispered something. I, I whispered something in his ear. What'd you like say, Miss Miller? <laughs> I'm not gonna Come tell on. you. <laughs> <laughs> was involved in the sentence though? I used to call him a all the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he used yeah. to laugh. I heard he used to use the word. I heard Michael was. I heard Michael was a. Yeah, he was. He was a and he was not soft. What about him in competition with Prince? I never okay. heard him say anything about Prince. Okay. What was your relationship like with Teddy Pendergast? Oh, I love TP. Yeah. I loved, and I could say whatever I want. There used to be a time where Teddy, you know, he had food, hot food, and nobody could eat until Teddy. And I'd be like, well, hey, you know, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat, and I would eat. I, I could do almost anything with mm-hmm. Teddy, and it was okay. I watched this documentary. I thought it was amazing because I didn't know all those things about him, and I thought it was great how he taped himself. So they had all of these, like, audio 
autobiographies from him that they could include in it. Right. Were there things that you learned about him that you didn't know? Did you watch it? No, I knew a lot about Teddy, and, and uh, I was supposed to do that uh, documentary, but I chose not to. Why did you choose not to? Because you know too much? <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I just, I didn't like the way they were putting it together. Okay. And just for financial reasons, I didn't think that they were giving the people what they needed. And I thought other people were making money off of somebody that they didn't even know. Right. Y'all, y'all did two songs, right? Feel the Fire Feel and the Two Fire Hearts. Feel the Fire and Two Hearts. Which one was your favorite? Both of them. I loved singing with Teddy. He was just a straight up dude. Do you remember those recording sessions? Yes. What was it like back then? <laughs> a party in the studio or all business or... Teddy was a lot. He he was a lot. He was the biggest star at that time. So I would have to say, come on, let's do this song and get it over with. Has Lee Daniels reached out to you about the Teddy Pendergrass no. biopic? No. Charlie Mack was just telling me about it. Mm-hmm. But I know that Tyrese is, is supposed to do it. Do you remember? Why'd you make that face? Why'd you look like that? You don't think Tyrese can pull it off? She's very uncensored, so let's I hear I love this. Stephanie Mills. Go ahead. Why? That's the truth. You have earned Look, the right to speak freely. Training. I know, but I was told <laughs> not to name names. So what, what, what? No, I don't give a <laughs> you know. Yeah, she don't but, care. But uh, I, I, Te- I think Tyrese will do a good job, you know. But? I, I, uh, I don't like that he goes around saying he was Teddy's son because I never saw him around Teddy at all. Maybe he means like in a spiritual sense. Like Maybe. Yeah, like that's like one, a father. Maybe, but I think he'll he do a good job. I hope, and I, I I told Charlie Mack, I said, I hope y'all be good and stay true to who he was and not put a whole bunch of mess in it. Why do they do that? I was, like when it comes to like Teddy Pendergrass or the Michael Jacksons, any of the, the, the great black stars, they always got to end their lives with some mess. But like, they don't talk about Elvis Presley marrying uh, her at, at 16 yes, or 15. 14. They tolerate us in this business. They don't mm-hmm. celebrate us. Mm-hmm. Well, someone needs to make that documentary about Elvis. Everyone talks about it, and they don't talk about it, they don't talk about this, but someone needs to. Absolutely. There's so many other, you know, that white artists that do have done the same thing, but they don't come after them. It's just like Kaepernick, you know. He took a knee for the brutality of policemen, and no one remembers that. So they're making him this villain, and he's not. Right. He just stood up for justice mm-hmm. because police brutality is real. Mm-hmm. Racism is real. I just experienced racism at LaGuardia Airport yesterday what coming happened? in. We had gotten the cart. You know how mm-hmm. you get the cart from the lady that does my hair, Karina. And she had her hand on it, so she asked the guy, can you help us? And she was, like, pulling the cart, and the guy just totally ignored us. Mm-hmm. And then this white woman came and put her bag on the cart, and he helped her. And I told him, I said, you're ignoring us. Was he no, black? He was something else. He was okay. Spanish or something else. Because mm-hmm. I call a black person out quick for that. Oh, yeah. But we're the worst. You know, mm-hmm. we are the worst against each other. I mean, we're so racist against each other. We don't support each other the way we should. Mm-hmm. And we should, and then we always want to cry. Right. right. I hate that. We, you know, and all this Botox and, uh, Well, let's talk about this book right here that you have here. <laughs> and your son has a, has, has a book. Yes! And, and your son has special needs. Yes, my son. Come here for hot rod. Say hello. Say you got to be morning. careful with, with our stuff in here, too, so we Say good morning. Good morning. Now, and now, the, well, first of all, well, how, how is it raising a son with special needs? Uh, I know because you travel. I know it's a lot. I had him when I was 45. Can we give him a chair, please? And I was I was really wanting to have a child. I didn't want that time to pass me by. So I was told at three months that my son was going to be a special needs. But I was like, I don't care if he has one eye or whatever. This is my baby. Right. And we're going to rock this world together. And that's what we oh, down hug. You want to King? Now, listen, I want to talk about this book that, that he wrote. Now, 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 talk about this book a little bit. What's the name of your book, baby? Pranks. And what's the name of it? 
the adventures of Farad Gag. Hey. Okay. <laughs> tell us about the book. What is the book? What is the book about? What is the book? Pranks. pranks. He likes to do pranks, uh -oh. but he wanted to show that you could do pranks and be safe. Do you do so pranks his, on your mom? <laughs> he's pretty, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite artist? Tupac. Hey, okay. wow. can he do a little bit of Tupac? Wow, sure, for sure. Yeah, do it. Come with me, Hail Mary, <laughs> one quick see. What do we have now? The one of Valentine. Hey. Nah, 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 nah. I love it. Did you like the Tupac movie? Did you like the All Eyes on Me movie? Yeah. How do you get into Tupac? You had him listening to Tupac? <laughs> His mother. Word. Tupac. Yeah. You from Brooklyn? Does he? Know you, I'm for, I'm for, you I could have been Tupac's Vicky? girlfriend. <laughs> okay. He tried to holler at you before? No. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could have been his girlfriend. You met him? I like I like that kind of guy. Like. Uh -oh. Yeah. oh, you like them thugs, huh, Miss yes. Mel? You still like that? You like that now, still? <laughs> oh, I do. I like yes, I like thugs. Yeah, educated ones, though. Educated, small ones, like the baby former thugs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. How has raising a special needs son made you stronger? It's given me patience, and there's a love. You know, with any child, mm -hmm. you love them, but it's he just he's. I feel like he's my gift. God mm -hmm. gave me a gift. He gave me the perfect child for me. Cause Farad, when he was small, he didn't cry. I'd get up in the morning, have to do TV, whatever. He's always traveled with me, mm -hmm. and he's an A student. He's on the computer now academy. He's homeschooled. I I mainstreamed him from kindergarten to fifth grade, and then I didn't want him to go to. Uh, Middle school. Middle school. How was that? Wait, because I know kids could be so mean and so nasty. Did you? Have well, to I had I had a teacher go to school with him, and I, and I go up to school every night. And somebody messed with my child, they're gonna have to deal with me. How did the book come about at all? Was he like, I want to? His teacher, when he would finish his work, would let him write. Mm -hmm. So one day she came to me. She said, "Your son writes. He writes stories and books. We should put it together." I said, really? So she gave me some papers that he had written. And I was like, this is really good. And that's how it came came about. You said you had him when you was 45. Is it because when you were younger, they would tell you, oh, focus on your career, focus on the business? No, I've been married a couple mm -hmm. of times. And I had tried to have children and I had problems getting pregnant. Okay. So at 45, I was determined that I was going to get pregnant and have a child. I always wonder how come, like, when you, when you have a Barry Gordy who was so established and, you know, put so many black artists on, why wasn't it more black executives at the helms of these record labels instead of all of these culturally clueless white people? That's my problem. I don't understand because they don't understand us. Mm -hmm. So how can you tell, like, I used to have a, at MCA, you know, Gladys Knight, uh, myself, Mary J. Blige, she came in at the end, and all of us was on the label mm -hmm. at that time. And we all would come out, you know, and we all got together, we, we would tour together, and it was peaceful. But we, ha I had one executive there, and he wasn't white. He was black. That totally worked against me. Wow. Totally Trying to appease the white people. Yes. Okay. But what I don't understand is they see you the way they are. White people see you the way they are, the way you are. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that you can do that's going to make them like you more. Mm. It's just like what Tyler Perry said. You know, Hollywood totally ignores him, and he built this fabulous place. That's right. And there was only us there, a that's sprinkle right. of them. That's right. right. It was beautiful. It Did was you ever great. give Mary advice? I'm going to say this. Um, I think entertainers of today don't look at me as able to give them advice. Why do you think hey, why that? Why do you say that? Because they, they would never take... First of all, their handlers will keep you away from them because I would honestly tell them the truth. I did the Wiz Live with Mary. 
I did, you know, with Mary and Queen Latifah and Neil and all of them. I, I've been around. That was what, a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, a couple of years ago. And you tried to talk to her and she wasn't receptive? No, I didn't try to talk to her. I would never approach, no, but they've never come up to me and asked me anything. Maybe they feel intimidated. I don't think so. Yes. Oh, no. Why would you feel intimidated? Because people look up to you. I don't think so. I, I think just so. You, I don't think so. Charlamagne. And I'm touching you, but I'm just a touchy person. I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you met my wife, but I, yes. you know. Yes, your wife is beautiful, <laughs> Thank too. you very I'm much. I'm so glad she's dark. Black, that's right. Black. That's yes. right. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm so glad. When it comes to the music, right, when you uh, do music, do you think, did you used to think about making songs that would be on the radio, that would be hit songs, or just songs that you were like, this is just a dope song? When I was younger... Uh, they used to make those decisions for me, but mm -hmm. then when I, as I got older, I didn't care. I didn't care about being politically correct. I didn't care about, oh, you have to wear this, you have to be this. I didn't care about any of that. Are you still doing music now? No, it's different. I can't just come out with a song and play, and then there's all this payola. I don't want to pay $100,000 to get my record played. Damn, Envy, that's how much I don't want to play, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't want to pay... <laughs> I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay. I don't want to play the games that they want you to play mm -hmm. now. I so just you don't. Go to the radio, right? Right. Yeah, you know. But you, know you don't even I know need so radio now because you, you don't can, because don't. you can. But I, but I haven't felt like recording. I do mm -hmm. things when I feel like it. Right. Mm -hmm. What would be your dream tour right now? You and who? Like on tour oh, together? Oh, me. Well, I'm doing a show with Shaka, but I would love to oh do a female thing. Oh, my God, I just met thing. Shaka Khan. That was amazing. Oh, I love... And when Shaka... When I see Shaka, I say, hey, bitch. And she says, hey, ho. That's how we... <laughs> that's what... That. That's what... That's how I greet her. I'm like, hey, bitch. She's like, hey, ho. And then she'll say, oh, you're so cute. And I say, oh, you look so good. So it's... But I would love to do a tour with Shaka, Anita, and myself, mm. or Gladys, and I would just love, because the country people do it all the time. That would be, that would be an amazing they? tour. Yes. They do it all the time. Why can't we? Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of these young women look up to you, but you don't realize that, and I think that they would love to connect with you. Well, I connect with Monica. I love I knew, I don't know why Monica. Monica was on my spirit. I, really? Yes. I love Monica. Mm -hmm. I love... Because y'all the same type of energy. Yes, we Monica, are. Monica, a real nigga. Right, she's yeah. a real nigga, and I am too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? You what? I'm just saying that I would, like, if I come off and I say, fuck you, I'll fuck you. Can I say that? Yes. yes. It's too oh. late now. But, Pops, excuse me, Pops. I'm sorry, Pops. But, you know. If he thought you just said, I'll fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I said, no, no. I, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, in your forties. No, I was like, I'll fuck you up. Like, that's what yeah, I said. Yeah. I don't feel like the real stories of y'all are being told. Like the oh, Motown era, no. Teddy, Michael. No, they're not. They're not. Because it's white people telling them. It's white people telling them, and you can't. It's just like Betty Boop was a black woman, and she's colored as a white woman. Mm -hmm. It's You know, it's like they take our and, and run with it. Mm -hmm. So how, how do we get those real stories told? Like, do you write books? Like, what do you do? You have to work with the work with the people that are, that are doing the stories. Like, Tyler would tell a real story. Would you ever write a book? Not a book about myself. I'd probably write a book on how to raise a baby. But that's you know, part of it. Yeah, but I wouldn't write a book. Things that that I did and experienced going to, with me to my grave. We need so. to hear these stories about like just even marriage and being in such a high profile business, being on the road. You know, I don't think I'm groupies. good at marriage. I don't think I'm good at marriage. I've been married three times. I've been married three times. But why do you say you're not good at well, it? Well, I'm like craziest. I, you know, I mean. <laughs> why do you think you're crazy? <laughs> why do you think you're crazy, Miss Mills? Well, you know, I, I, 
I suffer with, with depression. Mm-hmm. That's and, not crazy. I got depression. I'm and not. I just think peop, a man I, he doesn't know how to handle me. So I think a, now I probably would be a better partner because right. I'm really at peace with myself and I know myself. But back then I wasn't. Well, back then people, there was such a stigma around mental health. We didn't even talk about no mental health in the black community. I like, have suffered with it since I was 35. But didn't know what it was mm-hmm. until I started going to see my psychiatrist and things like that. So how you expect a man to know? He just think you're tripping. I know. You just don't I like do. being mad because you like to be out here popping that. No, thing. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. If you were ever going to tell your story, where would your story start? In Brooklyn. Growing up, my heroes are my mother and my father. My, my mother was no joke. She took no prisoners. And my father was just a gentle giant. But it would start there. And, and growing up and, and, and my family. Because and, it, it wasn't always easy for me, you know, being in the business and being young and, and having sisters and, and jealousy and things like that. So mm-hmm. I, I went through a lot. My life has not been easy. Right. And you, that's why you got to tell your story, because if you don't, a white person will. And a they, white person better not tell my story. <laughs> but what they doing? Uh, like, did you, what, what, you saw leaving Neverland? What do you think of leaving Neverland? Uh, I don't like anything that they did on Michael. You know, yeah, I, think, you I gotta, think they make fun of us. Like, I never wanted to sit at their table. I wanted to do something with the artist. I'm not going to say their name, so don't ask me, Charlamagne. And they were like, well, your audience is too black. I'm on television, so my audience is pop. So A black woman? A black person? A black person. A black woman. And and she's a singer. And um, I was like, well, we could go out and do... No, your audience is too black. But you know what? I'm good on my audience being too black. I don't care. They were my age. And I bet you right now they're one of the people that act so black so pro-black. No. They don't? No. This mm. pop woman was on TV? You said she was a sitcom? What was it? She was on TV, a white show. Where's white she from? Show. New York? Atlanta? Yeah, yeah really trying a, to figure this a out. A singer on a white show. Huh. She's a Broadway star. She's done a lot. But I'm not going to tell you, so don't... Broadway singer. Let me start. Let's get to Googling. <laughs> Let me see. Broadway star. You are fine. I'm going to put Broadway star on... Black Broadway star on white TV show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to type out. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me see what comes up. You're not going to figure Broadway. it out. I like your necklace. What's the range? My last one. Is it her? I ain't. I ain't cool. We're all my age. I'm, I, I think I'm younger. I think I'm older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no idea who you're talking about. But it's okay. It's cool. Because, you recently? know. No, it was a while ago. I wanted to do She that alive or dead? She's uh, still alive. You ever had to put hands on anybody? How many people? That's the question. I'll fight. <laughs> I'll fight. Even today, I will. Yeah. She said, even today, I will. <laughs> What's the last what fight would you, you got be into? fighting over? What's the last fight I got into? I don't know. I haven't fought in a long time. Did you used to fight other women, like when you were married? Oh, no. I don't marry. I don't. I don't believe that women should fight other women about men. Right. Now, what if you caught her in your bed in your house? Then I'm kicking that ass. That's what I'm saying. I'm right. Honest. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever cheated? She's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at <laughs> mm, mm, Kiss and tell. Stephanie Mills, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she won't tell us what artist you put hands on. I know you don't put hands on an artist before. <laughs> I don't think I have. I would remember. I wouldn't put hands on the artist, but now a promoter. Oh, you gonna beat up some promoters? Oh, they don't pay you your money. Not about my money. What they show did you? Your I money? can tell you a story, but I'm not. Come on. I'm not. I'm not. Because it's not like you write the book. I can tell you a story, but I'm not. You so have you don't to be tell us, Miss Mills. Get your own money. We were in the studio, and I was working with this one producer, and his manager called me a spoiled bitch. bitch. Oh boy. And I hit him, and then I picked up something and hit him over the head with it. What was it? Something. Something in the studio that I could pick up. 
She looking around now like she about to. Yeah. Did you hurt him? I don't know if I heard him or not, but he knew he was in a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His glasses was all twisted. He knew he was in a fight. Well, if you get tired of singing and want to do security, I'll hire you. You know, I just don't like to be, don't disrespect. I, you know, I love, I love, I'm a, I love hard. I always tell my girls, y'all in trouble, just call me. You know, I'll be, I'll be there. I'll be a backup for you. I love that. Like if you call him and you said you said Steph, you said somebody was messing with you, I'd be like, call me. I'm. I know I'm somebody there. messing with you. Miss Mills, Miss Mills, I call Pop. Pops to get them. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Yeah. Thank Spending you. Spending some time with us. Thank you. Thank yes. you for having me. And the best part about this interview is all of the uh, conversations that's going to happen after it because I'm going to be getting all of these texts and emails about all of the stuff you probably used to do. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. And, 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 and then when so, I see you again, I can whisper in your ear, well, hey, Miss Mills, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you about it. And whoever <laughs> wants to say and all that, just come on. And give them the website for the book. Farad J.M. Dot com. All right. My son's book, FaradJM.com, and it's The Adventures of Farad J. All right. It was right, a pleasure, yeah. Miss Mills. Thank oh, you guys for absolutely. Us. Thank you. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come to- I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil. Yes, donkey today goes to a California man named Nathaniel Gene Robertson. Uh, Nathaniel was arrested earlier this month on suspicion of killing his wife. That's it. That's the donkey. Nathaniel is getting donkey today because he killed his wife for no reason at all. You can understand why he's getting donkey today for that, right? Uh, yes, Nathaniel admitted in interviews with police investigators that he hit his wife with a concrete block. He said he was showing no mercy and claimed the alignments were not in place to protect her. Now, he killed his wife, uh, so that's donkey of the day worthy because donkey of the day is all about giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid and killing your wife is indeed stupid. But it's not just the fact Nathaniel killed his wife. It's the reason why he killed his wife. What got into Nathaniel? What infected his spirit and made him commit such a heinous act? Well, let's go to KGET NBC 17 for the report, please. A husband accused of murdering his wife with a concrete block. Here now with details of the man who's blaming mayonnaise as part of the problem. Well, according to police reports, Nathaniel Robertson admitted during an interview with sheriff's detectives to beating Lydia Robertson with a concrete block. Robertson is quoted in the report stating he did it to, quote, give her compassion and mercy as the alignments were not in place to protect her, end quote. Court documents state Robertson said he had been infected by mayonnaise, quote, they put him in. They, in this case, refers to a group of brutal, powerful people Robertson said he couldn't identify, according to the report. Asked if he used drugs, Robertson said he used, quote, ice to help him breathe. Robertson, 46, has pleaded not guilty to a charge of first-degree murder in Lydia Robertson's death. He's being held on $1 million bail. Nathaniel is quoted as saying he killed his wife because he was infected by mayonnaise. Too much goddamn mayonnaise! Can we hear what this murderer says he was infected by again? Robertson said he had been infected by mayonnaise. (laughs) Quote, they put him in. I can't believe this assassin, this butcher, this slayer, this thug, this criminal... This, this homicidal mayonnaise maniac blamed mayonnaise on killing his wife. <laughs> homicidal, man. Whatever. All right. Let me hear what he says again. Let me hear what he says causing him to kill his wife again. Please. I can't. 
Robertson said he had been infected by mayonnaise. <gasps> Quote, they put him in. I know you wouldn't believe it if you didn't hear it for yourself. For all you people who call up here to iHeart headquarters in New York City and complain about me, complain about me and call me racist and call me a bigot, all because I don't like mayonnaise. What do you have to say now? This, this right here is indeed the devil. Okay. Too much goddamn mayonnaise. This is the condiment of Satan. Mayonnaise is disgusting. Too much of it ruins everything. You just need a little. Just a little to make something good. But too much of it makes everything bad. Too much mayonnaise in tuna, yuck. Too much mayonnaise in potato salad, yuck. This is a story that literally has too much goddamn mayonnaise. You can't argue with me anymore about the dangers of mayonnaise in our society because Nathaniel Gene Robertson shuts down all debates, okay? Nathaniel is quoted as saying his wife had been his best friend. He didn't want to hit her a bunch of times. He said, I wanted to end it. I didn't want her suffering, but he couldn't control himself because of mayonnaise. Wow. There's nothing left to do here. There's nothing left to do here but play a game of guess what race it is. Now, let me give you your clues, guys and girls. Mm -mm -mm. Nathaniel Gene Robertson, that's his name. He's from California. He beat his wife to death with a cinder block and says mayonnaise made him do it. Angela Yee, guess what race it is? I'm going to have to say Caucasian. DJ Envy, three clues. Nathaniel Gene Robertson from California beat his wife to death with a cinder block and says mayonnaise made him do it. Guess what race it is? White. You both are correct. <laughs> he is indeed Caucasian. Can I call this guy a mayonnaise-flavored mammal without y'all calling the front desk here at iHeart complaining? Huh? Can I call this man a human jar of Hellman's mayonnaise without being called a racist bigot who hates white people? I don't hate white people. I hate mayonnaise. And after seeing the effects mayonnaise can have on a person, which is something I already knew, you should hate mayonnaise, too. Please let Chelsea Handler give Nathaniel Gene Robinson the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. That is way too much damn mayonnaise. Too much goddamn mayonnaise. Too much goddamn mayonnaise. One day y'all gonna listen to your good old Uncle Charlotte. All right. I know what I'm talking about. All right, Charlamagne, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, sir. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Come on, Relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Um, I'm saying anonymous. All right, what's your okay, question for you, anonymous? Yes, we can. All right. <laughs> so I have a dilemma. Um, when my boyfriend and I first started dating, we were gonna, you know, do it in the car, and he pulled his pants down. Ooh. There was a foul odor. Um, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't fart. He just like had took a dump and like didn't wipe his butt. Uh, hey. So now we like live together, and um, whenever um, we're gonna do it, I always, you know, I'm hesitant because he doesn't wipe his butt. So he's <laughs> older, and you know, he always has dookie things on his. Boxers. Ugh, so, those skid marks, that's what they call them. Yes, skid marks. So how do you tell your man, like, babe, can you please wipe your ass? Is he a grown man or a baby wearing a diaper? That is disgusting. First of all... <laughs> Don't judge need, that man. I'm going to tell you... 
Oh, is this Envy we're talking about here? <laughs> you mean is this gear? But don't judge that man. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> all right, so first of all, do y'all have wet wipes in the bathrooms in the house? I think I need to keep them there, but that doesn't mean you don't use them. <laughs> you got to help him out, man, because first of all, there's no way he don't smell the doo-doo coming out his butt when he pulls his Goodness pants gracious. down, number one. Number two, you might have to tell him you got to get up in there when you wipe yourself and wipe yourself good. And you might have to buy him some wet wipes to carry with him when he goes places and tell him to use those when he uses the bathroom because this is not something that you can dance around. You have to be direct about this hygiene. She's right. But I'm not his mama, though. Embarrass him one time. You're going to have, you have like, to tell him. This? Because you know what? If you don't say something, you're going to just end up having to smell doo-doo every time you have sex. Yeah, I can't do that. So Ooh. just just tell him. Be like, babe, look at your underwear. Or, do you see this? You're not wiping yourself well. Are you getting up in the hole? So you have doo-doo stains on your sheets, too, huh? No, no, I would never. You do have never. to. If it's in his underwear, it's in the sheets. But Why? you gotta you gotta point it out because if you don't say anything, then I don't are you just having sex and enduring the smell? Oh, girl, I don't go down there. Like I won't go down on him a lot because of that. Like I'm always afraid. Like I don't want to get you <laughs> in my mouth. Why right. is it so hard to tell a man his ass thing? I don't know, but you could get um can't you get E. coli or something? I mean if you eat an ass. I, so. I can't wait till he asks you to eat his ass. <laughs> I don't well, I don't girl, I don't want you to get some type of disease either, a bacteria infection. <laughs> but true. this is this is for his own good. First of all, if you're doing laundry sometimes, you don't want to have to touch that and clean that, right? Right. And this is for his own benefit. This is to help him out in his life. You got to show him, look, baby, these are wet wipes. Now, me and you are having this conversation. <laughs> don't be embarrassed because we could talk about anything. And trust me, if you're having sex with this man, unprotected, you should be able to tell him his ass stinks and he's not wiping himself. Goodness gracious. If you can That's do that and you can lay up with him and do all of that, then you should be able to communicate with him and tell him, babe, you need to clean your butt. It's going to be so funny That's when you tell him. It it's going to be so funny when you tell him his butt stinks. And he was like, man, I was thinking the same thing about your poom poom. <laughs> And guess what? And guess what she would do? Wipe her poom poom with a wet wipe. You ate crap. You, you ate crap. Who ate crap? You the one eating crap. Don't you dare say I ate crap. Thank you, mama. And and just tell. Listen, this is a time when it when you got to be direct and be like, look, you know, I don't know if you're just not wiping yourself right, but there's these stains in your underwear, and sometimes I could smell it. So I just want to say, you got to wipe yourself better. Here's some wet wipes every time you go to the bathroom, and you shouldn't even have sex with him till after he showers. But if he's not cleaning his right. butthole in the shower either, and then why do you say butthole like that? <laughs> I don't know what I'm Clean supposed to say on the radio. Hole. Just say his butt. Just cleaning his butt. <laughs> I will say I've been with my wife 21 years, and I do remember a time about 14, 15 <laughs> years ago uh -oh. where uh, she, she went down and she was like, hey, man, you need to go take a shower or something. Cause, <laughs> hey, man. You know. And you appreciated it. Yeah. I went there. I, 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 maybe I didn't wipe properly. I don't know what it was, but she told me. Yeah, it didn't hurt my nasty. feelings. I just went and took a shower. Is this a common issue between men? Like, I, I don't understand. I don't think it was a common this issue. happened to me before, once or twice, three times, four times, five times. It happened to me before. <laughs> yeah. So, but look, so that's why okay. you got to point it out. One day y'all will laugh about it, and hopefully that day that y'all are laughing, his butt will be clean. But Jesus you got to embarrass him. Pick up the underwear and be like, what's this? And then let him see the doodle -doo stains, and he'll get embarrassed, and he'll like never that. do it again. I like that. You know what I mean? That's perfect. And check yes. your sheets, because I bet you you got doodle -doo stains on your sheets. Yeah. I bet you. Uh, Envy knows. Trust me. Shut up. <laughs> Tap to me once or twice. Put those skin marks in his face. <laughs> see? You go too far. Thank you, Mama. How do you like it? Thank you. <laughs> that's actually some that's, that's some young boy stuff, though, because you know, like that's that's one of the reasons. After I do a number two, I do go take a shower. 
Except if you're at work. Yeah, if I'm at work, but then I'm not like I'm going home and like me and my wife gonna get right to it. I don't want to go home yeah, smelling yeah. like you the should day. never poo and then have sex right after. If Hell you're, no. If you can take a shower. I don't. We don't want your muddy butt up here either. You better wipe better, bro. All right. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hey, man. Hey, man. What's up, man? What's your question for you, bro? So this is my situation. Um, I was in a um, marriage, right? Me and my wife been married now about a year. So we got in a situation where um, um, the relationship got physical. We had a physical altercation in our relationship. And um, basically, her family won't forgive me for that. Me and her, we had our issues. We know what we went through. We know why the things happened, and they happened, and we still want to work on it. But her family really doesn't approve of it because of me putting my hands on her. Well, of course not. Her, her family, yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, how could we possibly work around that? Well, her family is very protective of her, so of course they should feel that way. And so you shouldn't look at that as something detrimental. Of course they should feel like you put your hands on our family member, on a woman, and they should definitely side-eye you for that. So first you have to understand they're very valid in their reason for looking at you in the way that they are, and that's a punishment that you have to take. And I totally I totally understand that, you know what I'm saying, uh, it got physical. But I wanted you to understand this for over the years, right? Me and her both been back and forth. We both had put our hands on each other. Right. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I know it ain't right for nobody to do it, but it's like, if I were to do something wrong, you know what I'm saying? And she go through my phone and she see something in my phone, she don't be through my phone and she attack me because of things that she's seen in my phone when she put her hands on me plenty of times. Right. So this time it was the other way around. I seen something in, in her phone, so I put my hands on her because of that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it really got out of hand only because she had bruises and scars in the situation in her wow. mind. So that really, really what pushed it, you know? Yeah, and you bruised and scarred your woman up, and that that should make you feel terrible. And I just I want to say a couple of things. First of all, it's never right for a woman to put her hands on a man either. And I tell people that all the time. Women shouldn't be putting their hands... Nobody should be putting their hands on each other. I think that, as you said, what happened was worse because you ended up really physically harming her. And you could have ended up in jail for that. And things could have gotten even worse. You could have permanently damaged her. You could have... you know. And, and one thing my boyfriend would tell me is that... Anytime, and his mom has always told him this, if you feel like you have to put your hands on a woman, that's you need to walk away. That's not the right woman for you. But you said this is the one time that it happened. She wants to forgive you for it, and I can't tell a woman what to do. But I suggest that you guys have got to get real help. And that means that y'all have to go to therapy. You have to figure out why you reacted the way you reacted. She has to figure out how to keep her hands to herself as well. But there really is never an excuse for you to basically beat your woman up, and that's what you did. Yeah, it really ain't. Okay, can I tell you what happened though, or what why I did it? You went through her phone and saw something. Yeah, well, basically, well, when I saw, let me tell you what I saw though. I went through her phone, right, and I saw that she was actually having an affair with my son's football coach. Mm-hmm. Listen, I feel you, and there's, but there's still no matter. It don't matter what you saw. There's no justification. I see, I see. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But at a, at a time like that, when you see that, you were You still trying to justify it. 
Charlemagne? Yeah, I'm listening. I don't agree with you, my brother. I look, I look, I'm going to ask you, man, if you went to your wife's phone right now and you seen that she was texting and having an affair with somebody that was close to y'all and you had a little lick in your system, your very first reaction, what's going to be your very first reaction? To lead a damn house. To yeah, lead a damn house. Yeah, you can't move off emotion in a situation like that. You got to move off strategy. Number one, number one, because you shouldn't hit a woman. And number two, because you just got too much to lose, brother. That's right. And if and I had a lick in my system, I'd probably cry. Like, and I'm cry. <laughs> we know, we know, Evie. <laughs> In the fetal position. <laughs> but I, what I am concerned about is that you are still trying to get people to back you up for your actions. You asked And you man. cannot justify your actions. You cannot put your hands. You can't appeal to the men in the room and think that they're going to be like, yeah, Not I hit it too. I can understand why you did that. There's no explanation. There's no way that you are in the right in this situation. I feel you. You were hurt. But that doesn't mean that you're supposed to physically harm your woman. Now, I will say, I can understand why he did it. I don't agree, though. I can understand the emotion yeah. and the alcohol, but I don't agree with you. Yeah, you can't justify it. You can't say, well, this is why I did it, so all good. So You cannot ever do something like that again, and you have to own the fact that you were wrong in your reaction. Now, was she wrong? Dead wrong. You could have left her. You could have said, I'm never going to be with you again. You could have cut off whatever, you know, support you give her or she gives you, whatever it is. But you physically... Put Putting your hands on her is never the solution. You're right. I, I, I know I was wrong, but I really regret it right now because, like I said, we separated. I done moved out. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm away from my kids and family. It's hard now because, like I said, her family had a whole lot of respect for me before. Yeah, you bruised her up. You know how crazy that looks? What you need to do is get yourself into some therapy and show her that you're serious about rehabbing yourself and take that time apart to work on you. Stop! Listen, there is something wrong. You shouldn't have reacted that way, and you gotta acknowledge that. If you did it once, you'll do it again. So it's something wrong with me because of one one mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. I feel like I had to go get. Yeah, everybody everybody does make mistakes, but the problem is, is first of all, you're using liquor when you're upset, and that's that's the worst thing to do. You're upset, you're mad, you you you're using liquor to, to take away the pain, and you wind up being abusive. And yes, you have a problem, and you need to deal with that problem. You don't want to make sure that happens again. And then the next time you're saying, "Yeah, I made two mistakes," you just want to make sure uh, that you clean yourself. How old over. are you, sir? He sounds older. Yeah, I made I made that mistake when I was 17 years old, you know, putting my hands on a woman, you know, for for the same situation, but you know, I was I was I had low emotional intelligence then. I was immature, I was insecure, I had low self-esteem, like my ego was bruised. But at 33 years old, nah, I wouldn't make that mistake. I if you're serious, go get some help for yourself and acknowledge that you're wrong cuz I don't think you really truly grasped it. Okay, I I I can accept that. I can accept that. All right. I wish you the best. All right, I appreciate y'all. Ask 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Yes, this is Sherry Brown. Hey, Sherry Brown. Yeah, what's your question for you? I'm from Hampton, Virginia. I've been trying to get in touch with y'all for like months and months and months. H U seven five seven eight zero four. Okay. Yes? 
She didn't sound too right. <laughs> okay, right, Sherry, so let's hear your question. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm a very smart, by the way, I, um, y'all um, inspirate me a lot. I, I listen to the radio because I suffer with PTSD, and I love music, and music calms me down. I can do a lot of things with music. I can cook with music. I can dance to music. I can draw the music. I can read the music. I just love music. So um, I um, had a question because I love God, right? And I've been saved since I was three years old. Oh, boy. And... Um, Every, every relationship I've ever been in, all the guys say that I'm crazy. Everybody <laughs> in my whole um, no. city say I'm crazy in Hampton, Virginia. I've been um, in 757 since I was nine years old. My mom came here getting away from an abusive uh, relationship that my father was um, doing. Her and my father couldn't get along, so she left my father when I was nine months old. Oh and I suffered with not having a father. So I failed to like having a um, relationship with guys looking for father figures, and I was going with older guys. I never would go with younger guys. Uh-huh. So now that, I, now that I'm 43, I started attracting younger guys. Okay. Like cougar stuff. Cougar stuff. <laughs> so um, um, I went celibate for four and a half years because oh. I was trying to figure out why I kept getting in these relationships that was abusive. Okay. And, I mean, they keep putting me down, and they, they'll start off saying, like, they love me, like, right away, like, a month, two months, they love me. And then they um they say, um I'm creative and stuff. I do hair. Mama, what's your question? Have, what's your question, Mama? I have, like, 26. I have, like, 26. Mama? I have, like, 26 grades. <laughs> I counted them. I did a self-analysis. Uh-huh. I draw. I do hair. I sing. I rap. I dance. You cook. I mentor. Um, Mama, what's your, uh, what's your question? Okay, Sherry. I'm a, I'm what, what's, your, what's your question? Um, I'm like everything, but they keep telling me I'm not nobody. I'm a certified chef. Mama, what's your question? The question is, the question is, do a person know a good woman when they see a good woman and the question is, I'm trying to figure out... Um, Why are you do single? I, do I keep dating these guys that say they don't believe in God? Because I believe in God. And every time I say something about God, they don't like it. And I don't understand why they don't like God. I think God we should go back like to the part where she said people think she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good place so to start. Yeah. Okay, I Sherry. I Sherry, honey. Hold on, hold on. Sherry. Let me talk, Sherry. 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 Is this Ash Yee or Ash Sherry? Sherry! Sherry just had some things to get off her chest right. this morning. Hey, Yee. Man, I got a hundred thousand things. I'm about to go crazy over here thinking that I'm crazy. I know they're crazy. They crazy. Everybody case management. Sherry! Sherry! Sherry, you're not Sherry. 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 Do you want Angelie's advice, Sherry? I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to get on the radio like y'all so I can get into talking because I love to talk. Really? We know. I can't tell. I can't tell at all. Jesus. Hold on, Okay, Sherry. so Sherry, you keep dating guys who don't believe in God. Don't ask her a question. Yeah. They say they believe in them, but they got all these gang signs on them. Like, okay, so they do them. believe in one God. Had, they one had a heart on them, blood and crypt. And Sherry. Remember, <laughs> Sherry, so it's not that they don't believe in God. It's they don't praise what? and worship the way that you do. Oh, well, I've been saved since I was three years old, and I've been in the choir. My mom made me go to church every Sunday, even though she said she stayed out all night and, and slept with people, yeah. husbands and, and, and mistress and all that. I've never had a husband. I've been the best woman that I've ever known. And the best mother, my mom just took my son from me. And I'm like, like really like fed the f- 
up. Whoa. I've been the best mother I can ever think of. I've been mother to other people's kids that don't even mother their kids. All right, what Sherry, the hell is Sherry, Sherry, Sherry's you know, upset. Sherry's Sherry, upset. You know the Bible says I'm it. really upset. Sherry, the Bible I'm says... I've been trying to get in touch with God for like ever. <laughs> Sherry, 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 you know the Bible says a great deal about being quiet, right? Yes. Yeah, holding your tongue, shutting the hell okay. up sometimes. Uh, leave her alone. She <laughs> Be still and listen. Got you... You know what I'm saying? So you can hear God. How you hearing God and you talk so goddamn much? But Sherry. <laughs> I don't know. I do See, know. How you start her? Why you start her talking? Sherry, Sherry. everybody. Just give me a ADHD. second. I have ADHD. I have PTSD. I have woman. Sherry. I, I got ESPN, woman. CNN, BET, VH1, MTV. I got all these Sherry, hold on. You know what? We just ran out of time. Hold on, Sherry. Thank you very much, Sherry. Sherry, did you even ask a question to you? I don't know. Sherry, thank you very much, Sherry. Send me something in the water. Send me a ticket. A ticket to what? Jumping in the water. Jumping in the water. I need to go to something in the water so I can get a break. Somebody send me a ticket, please. Oh, you want to go on vacation now? Yeah, I'll, I'll host this. I just want to be there. I just want to get away from all this Hey, what the hell is wrong? We'll get you a ticket to Virginia Beach. Thank you, thank you. That's all I want. Virginia Beach is five minutes away from you. I know, right from me. I used to live in Norfolk, Virginia. I used to Sherry. Sherry, if you want to reach me, the email oh is helpmeye at gmail.com. You, do you helpmeye have, at gmail.com. Do you have enough space in your inbox for this email Sherry's about to send you? <laughs> well, the show's over. Thank you all for listening to The Breakfast Jesus Club because that call went oh, on. Oh, my goodness. Well, we got rumors on the way. Sherry should have just started off, hey, fam. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been it. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the we are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, leave us on a positive note. Listen, man, uh, I knew I matured when I realized every situation doesn't need a reaction. Remember that today. Every situation does not need a reaction. Sometimes you just got to leave people to do the lame shit it is that they do. 